Hi, I'm Cynthia Kahn, founder of Amuse Now, and I'm here today with Canadian country recording artist Carla Vanell. Hey, Carla. Hi, Cynthia. Well, congratulations on the release of your new CD called The Liberator. Tell us about it. I love it. Thanks. Um, this CD was recorded in um, Westville, Nova Scotia, and it was produced by uh, J.P. Cormier. He's well known in the area. He's got a, quite a name for himself. He's a very beloved artist in Canadian music. And uh, most of all the material, well, no, not most, all of the material this time on this new release is my own. So he produced it for me. So does that mean you wrote the lyrics and the music and you sang it yourself and he produced it? Yes. It's a work I'm very proud of. Well, I listened to all the songs and I love The Last Train. Who sings with you on that single? That's JP. He sang that with me. I asked him and, and I was really excited that he, he did say yes, that he would sing it with me. Well, it's an amazing song and I wish you the best of luck with that CD. Oh, thank you. Well, I also listened to all your songs on Reverb Nation and Gypsy Heart is my favorite because I love the classic country beat. So tell me more about that song. Well, that song was cute. My my grandfather, he's, uh, he's 90 years old now and he used to have this saying when he would tease me when I was a kid and he'd say, oh, go peddle your papers. And I was just, it, that came into my head one day when I was sitting on the couch and I was like, really there should be a song about, you know, go peddle your papers. So I just started to write it and as I was writing it, it kind of just started to flow out and it became um, more about my um, disconnect from where I'm from, which is New Brunswick, and I've lived in Ontario for a while, I've lived in Nova Scotia for a while, and I said, I think I'll just start talking about being a, living a gypsy lifestyle and the things that I've seen in this country and the things I still want to see. Well, what do you look for before you collaborate with other artists? I'm actually very picky. Um, what I look for in other artists is somebody that has a, a real heart for the music, that has a heart for um, the art itself. Um, in, I feel that it's very commercial these days and right now we have a great opportunity to be heard. Um, one of my major influences was Stompin' Tom Connors and he was a huge Canadian icon here in Canada and he passed away about a year or so ago. And he always sang about what was happening on the ground level in Canada. He talked about the people, he told their stories. So I look for artists that care about the that part of the industry that want to continue to tell the stories of the people and I want them to um, be more of a uh, connection rather than just an opportunity. I, I'm, I really look for connection with other artists and when I get that connection it's it's just such a, a, a joy that comes through you that you just you don't want to lose it and you want to keep looking for more connections. 
it is amazing when you make a connection with someone and you're both better because of the experience. I totally agree. Yes. Well, your bio says that both your father and your uncle are musicians and they influenced your music. You played piano as your first instrument and you started playing guitar at 14. So you must have a pretty extensive music background. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, I actually kind of fool you because it appears that I have an extensive background, but I took um, I took piano lessons, classical uh, piano lessons, till I think I must have been about uh, 10 years old, and then my teacher retired, and there was nobody else in the community that taught that. So I let it go, and I started having dreams that I could play guitar when I was young. And opportunity knocked, and my mom got me my first guitar, and we couldn't get it tuned. We didn't know anybody to help tune us. And so what ended up happening is that guitar sat in the closet for a good year. By the time I was 14, I actually got another guitar, and my uncle came around, and he knew how to tune a guitar. He came down from Ontario, which is a good 1,500 miles away, and he tuned my guitar for me. And at that point, I got a book, and I started learning on my own how to chord. And I just watched other musicians, and I started picking up their style, like local people. Like uh, one guy I remember very well, Tommy Whalen, he he used to come over while I was babysitting my little cousins and he would play the guitar for me and teach me by some of the cool licks that he could put into just a strum to make it sound more full. So that's how I actually learned to play guitar and I haven't really taken it much further than that as far as uh, like formal training and I still play piano and I still can read the notes and I pick up a little here and there like harmonica I'll play once in a while and Sometimes I'll mess around with the drums, and I love a bass guitar, so when nobody's looking, I'm usually playing the bass. <laughs> so do you write your music to the piano or the guitar? <laughs> well, that's that's the funny thing. Um, when I was in studio with, with JP, he turned around, and he looked at me, and he said, I, you know, he said, you have a drummer in your head, and I joked around, and I said, yeah, it's Stephen Whalen, who, who I used to be in a band with. But I actually write to a beat more so than I do um, a tune. Once I feel the beat, then that's when I'll start writing. And most of my songs tend to be uh, more of a beat. The rare one will come out more like a um, classical guitar sounding or classical piano. But mostly it's a beat that I write to. Actually, my husband's a musician, and I heard he always tells me it's the bass and the drums. So writing to a beat means that you probably write very danceable tunes. I could, yeah. <laughs> you recorded an inspirational country CD with the producer B.J. McKelvey in Nashville. That must have been a terrific experience. Why don't you share that with us? It was. It was a wonderful experience. Um, we, we were limited on time when we went down, so what we ended up doing is um, I got some songs from uh, Sam Mullins, who uh, I believe he has some uh, songs with Diamond Reel, and there's, there's a few artists that came in to write with Sam, so there's a whole, um, I guess you could call it a circle of writers that was involved, BJ and we went down there with these new songs that I had never heard before. Well, 
just vaguely, and then watched them recreated in the studio. And we had wonderful um, musicians in, in the studio. One was Pat Buchanan. And I was so excited because the my dream backup singer was Neil Young's backup singer, and she was on there with us. So I was just like, yes. <laughs> well, it sounds like a wonderful experience. It really was. And Nashville is beautiful, and Tennessee is gorgeous. And it's, It was the first time I was out of the country, and I think, probably almost 20 years that I and this was what drove me to go down it was a great experience I'd love to go again just to listen to all the artists on the street that are playing well to change the topic a little bit um, how do you use social media to connect with fans and get the word out about your music especially with the new album out I find that social media is is really important and it's a little harder than it seems. You know, everybody will say, well, just put it on Facebook or make a Facebook page or, or start, you know, tweeting. But like with everything else, it takes time to, to build um, a rapport with people or to get people interested because there is so much out there right now. So right now I'm using, I have my own face, uh, Facebook page, uh, Twitter. And I limit myself to that because it can be overwhelming, and you'll just all you'll be doing is sitting online trying to keep up with your pages. And I also have a, an, an official web page that uh, um, just got off the ground here about a week or two ago. I'm so excited about it. Well, since Amuse Now is about artists helping artists, what advice do you have for other artists who are trying to make a name for themselves? You know, I thought about that question, and I really take that question very seriously because there's there's so many people that are older and younger than myself that want their uh, craft to be noticed. They have something important to say, and they want to say it, and they want to be heard. It's great to say something, but if nobody hears you. And one of the, the most important things that I can give to other people people is get involved in your local community. Become somebody there first. Become an artist and don't despise the days of small beginnings. Your local community is what's going to give you the support. They're going to give you the confidence you need to step out into other communities. When I started, I remember um, my communities are Chipman and Mento and they're very small communities and the nearest largest community is an hour away and it's Fredericton and it's, it's a city and as a young person when I was just starting out it was really like intimidating to think of ever playing in Fredericton this year was the first year I actually got to play in Fredericton and it felt so good because I knew I had this support system in my communities pushing me telling me go ahead go out a little that's where your support system is and that is those are the people that no matter what happens they're still going to love you they're still going to love your music they're still going to support you when the world because the world's going to be cruel it's going to say things about your music that everybody's got their opinion they may not like your genre they may not like your song they're going to have an opinion but those people in your home community will keep you encouraged so that as you're going out and you might get knocked down a few times but eventually you'll start bringing other people into your circle that may feel like 
with my music, I know that people feel uh, disengaged. So it's those who want to feel re-engaged re with something. They're the ones that tend to come towards me. The commercial sector sector doesn't isn't that interested, and that's okay because I'm not that interested either. I'm interested in people. So when they come towards me, I gather them up like in my arms. I just I love people, and I love to hear their stories. And I hope I have many years of being able to write these stories and be able to sing them to other people. My goal, I guess, as a, as a person, um, and I think that's what you need to do as a musician, you have, you have to understand what is your goal in music. I mean, we all play because we enjoy it, but if you want to take it a step further, what's your purpose? What is your purpose in music? Is it to make it big? Is it to... Um, just play in your own community? Is it to make your own CD? With me, I've discovered through doing a few of these smaller goals, I call them smaller, but really not, they're, they're huge. But these other goals, I have realized that what I desire is to bring people together. It, it sounds like John Lennon, but it, it really is the truth. I want to be able to tell the story that doesn't get heard anywhere else. I want to be able to reach people's emotions to be able to say, I understand. Other people understand. You're not alone in the situation. You're not, you're, you, you have other people. So it's almost like networking emotions is where, where I'm at with uh, the music right now. Well, and that was lovely. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely have to play for yourself. I've heard someone say, well, if you don't like it, who <laughs> will? Exactly. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> well, Carla, it's been wonderful getting to know you tonight. Well, it's been really great to, to be in this interview with you, Cynthia. I've really enjoyed it. <laughs> Me too. Well, I wish you all the best with your CD called The Liberator. And before we go, can, where can people buy it? They can, um, if you're from the Mento Chipman area of uh, New Brunswick, you can buy it at Envy Liquor in Mento, or you can pick it up uh, at Salmon Creek Convenience. That's a little store on Highway 10 between Chipman and Mento. Uh, you can get it on CD Baby. Just Google my name, Carla Bennell. It'll come up all over the place. Or you can uh, add me to my uh, to your Facebook if you have Facebook or Twitter, and I can lead you in from there because I do have copies hard copies available and there's also digital download. So if you want to just get a hold of me at carlabanel.com or carlabanel on Facebook, you'll I'll hook you up any way you want it done. Done and done. <laughs> well, I wish you all the best. Thank you, Cynthia. And I wish you and uh, Amuse Now all the best too. This is a great thing you're doing for musicians. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Hi, I'm Cynthia Kahn, founder of Amuse Now. This featured artist presentation has been brought to you by Amuse Now Entertainment, a website that enables artists to profit from their creativity. To learn more about Amuse Now, visit us at www.amusednow.com.